Good morning, Christ City. He is risen. He is risen. On those three words hang the whole hope of the Christian. All of our confidence and joy is fixed on the words, He is risen. We're going to look this morning at the resurrection of Jesus Christ. But I think, I think that when it comes to the resurrection, I suspect that many of us don't actually understand very well the fullest extent of why it's so important. Why does it matter? At least not in comparison to the cross. At Christ City Church, I think that we're people that understand very well the significance of the cross. We understand that Jesus Christ took on human flesh in a plan with the Father and the Spirit to come into this world, to come and to live a perfect life and to die a death on our behalf, that we might be saved, that his blood would be poured out and shed so that we could be adopted and forgiven and loved, so we could have uh, the forgiveness and the love of God that is Jesus given to us. So we could be reconciled to God as his friends and adopted as his children. We believe that because of the cross, and we understand the importance of this, that, that on Good Friday, remember the, the way that, that Jesus' accusations against us as Christians are silenced. That when he speaks a word into our hearts that accuses us, it says, you have sinned. You are condemned. You aren't good enough. God could never love you. That all of that is wiped away and washed away by the words of Jesus, drowned out by the words of Jesus on the cross. It is finished. This brother, this sister, this daughter, this son is forgiven. There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. We know the importance of the cross. And I wonder if we sometimes miss the same value of the resurrection. We might wonder, does it matter as much as the cross? I mean, I get that it matters a little bit, but as much as the cross? I mean, how could that be the case? Well, it does matter as much as the cross. In fact, without it, Paul says in 1 Corinthians 15, 17, he says, without the resurrection, your faith is futile. You are still in your sins. Without the resurrection, you have no hope. But because of the resurrection, because of the resurrection, Christ City, you are united with Jesus into the very life of God. You have hope of life now and hope eternally that is the unstoppable life force of God that will never end until all is refreshed and made new through the life of Jesus. This morning, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the resurrection life of Jesus. And we're going to look at it in three ways and why it's so important for us. Number one, looking at the way that it brings us spiritual life. Number two, looking at the way that it brings us physical life when he returns. And then number three, looking at the way that, that the resurrection of Jesus is even the hope that everything will be made new, that the renewal of all things will happen through his life. So first, look with me at the way that because of the resurrection, you and I, who are followers of Jesus, have spiritual life. We're going to look at 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3 to see this. And in that text, Peter writes this. He says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. 
So what Peter is talking about in this text is the way that our salvation, the life that we have in Christ, is this miracle that is given to us by God. And he uses this language of new birth. He says, you have been born again. Those two words are such an important uh, illustration for this new life that we have in Jesus. And of course, for those of us that are parents, we remember the way that, that our children have come into this world, taken their first breath, a brand new, delicate creature, an image bearer of God coming onto the stage of life. New, brand new. And Peter says that we're born again in Jesus, becoming brand new again in Jesus. It's to be newly created. In fact, that's the language that Paul uses in 2 Corinthians 5.17 to describe the same thing, to describe the salvation that we have in Jesus. He says that it is a new creation. If anyone is in Christ, Paul writes, he is a new creation. The old has passed away, the new has come. That's 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17. So Peter's talking about the same idea, this, this new life, but how does it happen? Well, Peter tells us, this is the, the point I want to drive home. He says at the end of Peter uh, chapter 1, verse 3, he says that it is through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. That it only happens through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. This is the point I want you to see with 100% clarity. Without the resurrection of Jesus from the dead, you could not be joined into his life. You could not become a new creation. You could not be born again. But because of the resurrection of Jesus, you can. You can. You have the hope of a life. And here's how this works. I want to explain that to you. I want to try and connect some dots for you. This is how it works. You see, it works like this. When Jesus came to earth, he came and, and he, was, he was fully God. He is fully God. But as he entered into this world, he took on humanity, added it to his deity. He became 100% human in the same way that he's 100% God. He's both fully God and fully man. And of course, he lived and he died. But then after the crucifixion, he rose from the dead and he resurrected. This is, this is crazy, Christ City. He resurrected humanity with him and brought humanity, his, his fullness of humanity with him into unity with God, with eternal God. So think about this. Right now, Jesus, at the right hand of God, united with God on high, he is 100% human still. He's still physical. He has a physical human body with him, united to Father and to Spirit. That's so important for us. That's so important for us, Christ City, because without that reality, without Jesus bringing humanity into relationship with God, you and I could not have the hope of one day being joined with Jesus and brought into that same union with him. But because of it, because Jesus is resurrected in humanity as well as his deity, he then is able to offer us what he gives us in our salvation. Spiritual life joined again with God, the life giver. Drawing us together into union with God by the Holy Spirit. You see, this is why in the New Testament, the language of in Christ is so important. Our salvation hinges on the fact that we are joined with Jesus in his humanity and then joined with Jesus as he's raised into his union with Father and with Spirit, brought into the life of God. This is the good news. 
if you are united with Jesus into the life of the God of the universe through his resurrection, you have a life. You better hold on because this is a life with a capital L. And once it has begun in you, it won't be finished until it has permeated every atom of your being, driving out every darkness and sin, all that's corruptible and evil, and restoring it and renewing it with the life of God. And right now, that spiritual life is at work in you, making you like Jesus, causing you to put sin to death, causing you to live to his righteousness and holiness, giving you an appetite to love the things of God and to hate the things of of who you used to be in your sin, causing you to delight moment by moment in your life that you, by the Holy Spirit right now, have access to Father, Son, and Spirit in relationship with with the triune God of the universe. You, Christ City, through Jesus, have eternal life, spiritual life in Christ. So take courage. I want you to take courage right now. A little application point. Take courage. You have life in you by the Spirit of God now through the resurrection of Jesus. Fight sin. Take a step of faith and obedience knowing that he is with you. And when you fail, take every confidence in the blood of Christ washing you clean. And know that the God who's begun a good work in you, he will not stop it. He will continue it until it is finished. He who calls you is faithful. He will surely do it. So Christ City, we have resurrection life spiritually through Jesus. Let's worship him. But we have more. Second, in Jesus, because of his resurrection, we have the hope of physical life with him when he returns. You see, Christ City, the Bible teaches that death is not natural. The Bible teaches very different than the world around us and the common thought of of what is commonly thought in Vancouver. Not that death is something that you have to just be stoic about and it's coming for you and you just have to, to live with that reality, but no, that death is not right. Death is not right. As God creates humankind, as he created humankind's death was not part of his original equation. Death is in this world not as a part of God's creational intent, but as a consequence of human sin and rebellion against God. And because of that death in this world, you and I, we struggle. We live in fear of death. We live with the pain and the suffering of death all around us. We live with the fear of the death of a loved one. We live with the pain of maybe the death of a loved one who's already gone before us. We live with the fear of suffering, of pain, of sickness and disease. Death is something that we are worrying about on an ongoing basis because of its reality in this world. But into that fear of death, Jesus, through his resurrection, he speaks These incredible words in John chapter 11, verses 25 to 26. I want you to hear them and to to take courage and to take hope. He says this, is I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Jesus' resurrection is hope for life beyond the grave. Jesus' Resurrection is a hope that we'll be joined with him as we're joined with him now into life spiritually. That's just the first fruits, the promise that so much more is coming that we will one day also too be joined with him in his physical resurrection. Listen again to his words in John eleven twenty five 25 to 26. I'm going to read them again. 
I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet he shall live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. You see, Jesus' resurrection is only the beginning. His physical resurrection is only the beginning. But where life has begun through his physical resurrection, it will continue in its unstoppable journey. You know, in the providence of God, we celebrate Resurrection Sunday in the spring in Vancouver. We get to celebrate it in a place where we're after dark months of early sunsets and uh, the light of the sun being obscured by clouds and by rain and by snow and by sleet. We're finally in February. We see that, that first glimmer of hope. It's going to be a crocus. Pops in the snow off in someone's yard. And we see it when we're walking down the sidewalk. And we remember that life is coming. Because that first crocus is a promise that, that life is coming in full, that this is just the first of so much more that's coming and it's on this way. It's just the beginning. Once we see the crocuses, we know we're on an unstoppable journey towards billions of blossoms in Vancouver. I think that the reality is we know all about exponential curves today uh, because of the situation that's all around us. We're familiar with exponential curves. But in so many ways, spring is an exponential curve as well. And we see that, that first crocus, and we know that so much more is coming, and that life will continue, and it won't cease until cherry trees and magnolias and daffodils and azaleas and rhododendrons fill up every single green space in Vancouver with their fragrance. We know that when we see that first crocus, that we're going to smell the smell that we've missed all winter, the smell of freshly mown grass and apple blossoms. It's going to be good. And in the same way, in the same way, because Jesus was first raised from the dead, the exponential curve of life has begun. And it's not going to cease either. It won't cease until his work is finished and he raises the dead, all who have ever trusted in him. And he raises them physically from their sleep into his glorious presence for all of eternity. This is the hope of the resurrection of Jesus. Christ City, the hope of the resurrection, it's fundamentally changed how Christians have lived for millennia. Because of Jesus' first resurrection and the promise that we'll be raised with him too, to eternal life, we don't have to fear death. We don't have to live in fear in this world, trying to store up treasure for ourselves, to make ourselves safe here and now because that's all we have. Because it isn't. We have so much more. We have an, un an inheritance that is unfading, unperishable and undefiled, kept in heaven for us. We have something so much better. And the hope of life with Jesus then can propel us to serve him faithfully today, to serve him relying on the power of his spirit within us, even when faithfulness is risky, to propel us on towards faithfulness to him. Even if it costs us our health or our time or our financial prosperity or even life, we are secure in Jesus. We have eternity waiting with us or for us with Jesus because of his resurrection. See, the resurrection of Jesus is a promise of life spiritually and life physically, but there's still more. The hope of the resurrection is the hope that God who gives life to everything will finally, one day soon, restore and make new everything, even as he made it the first time. So if you care about pollution, Christ City, 
If you're someone who's really concerned about the environment, somebody who's concerned about the way that the world's resources are being abused and beauty is being destroyed, believe me, the God who created his creation in the first place cares more about it than you do. He cares more about it than you do. He loves what he's made. He's grieved by its brokenness. And he promises that one day soon he will make all things new. Hear the words of Jesus, 21 verse 5, at the very end of the Bible, as, as we see a view and a glimpse of what God will do at the end, when all is coming to completion in Jesus, Jesus stands up and he says these words, Behold, I am making all things new. We serve a God who loves what he's created so much that he promises that he won't let it stay broken forever. He is going to make it new. And as the unstoppable life of Jesus moves outward in concentric circles from his resurrection and bringing us resurrection life spiritually now and then with the hope of resurrection life physically and resurrection life for all things, I think that we're actually confronted with something profound. What we're confronted with is that is that God is God and we're his creation. We're confronted with the reality that, that in God is life, not in us. In God, life exists the first time. Everything that is around you today, you yourselves, all that you see is dependent on God for every moment of its being and, it ex- and its existence. But we see the resurrection of Jesus, the promise that that God in that same life that's from himself, that he is going to bring life in its fullness yet again to everything. He's so good. His promise is that in the same way that he made all things, he will one day soon work powerfully through the resurrection of Jesus to restore all things to that life which is truly life. So brothers and sisters, what what started in in Jesus, in in his resurrection 2,000 years ago, it's continuing today. And it's not going to stop until he brings us life in its fullness. What started in an ancient garden tomb will continue until all is accomplished and all that is broken is fixed. With that in mind, I want to invite you to look, to look with me then at the beginning of spring. To look with me to see that first, that first crocus, that first blossom, and to rejoice and to remember the way that life will continue. We're going to look now at the account of Jesus' resurrection in Mark chapter 16, verses 1 to 7. And I want you to stop and to marvel and to rejoice in what God has done through Jesus. Mark 16, 1 to 7. When the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, And Salome bought spices so that they might go and anoint him. And very early on the first day of the week when the sun had risen, they went to the tomb. And they were saying to one another, Who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance of the tomb? And looking up, they saw the stone had been rolled back and it was very large. And entering the tomb, they saw a young man sitting on the right side dressed in a white robe and they were alarmed. And he said to them, do not be alarmed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth who was crucified. He has risen. He is not here. He has risen. 
He is not here. See the place where they laid him? But go, tell his disciples and Peter that he is going before you to Galilee. There you will see him just as he told you. Christ City, when the woman gathered around that empty tomb and heard those words, they were the first witnesses of the first blossom of spring. There are witnesses of the life of God that had begun to work in a broken world and that would not stop until all was finished and Jesus' words were completed in Revelation 21.5. Behold, I am making all things new. Christ City, as we, as we close, I want you to think about this. Jesus promised to go before these women into Galilee, to go, at, to go ahead of them. But we have so much more right now because of the power of his life and his spirit. Because of his resurrection, life by his spirit, he goes with us today. He goes with us, empowering us in life and in hope to live and to love and to serve him for his glory. He is with us, Christ City. Because of the resurrection of Jesus, we have life now and the promise of life forever with him when he returns. So in that confidence, let us go with him today and serve him to his glory. Thanks for listening. For more information about Christ City Church in Vancouver, please visit ChristCityChurch.ca. We invite you to join us in praying that God's kingdom would come in Vancouver as it is in heaven.